See, there's times in our life when we find ourselves overwhelmed and ready just to throw our hands up and walk away. See, in Psalms it says, For innumerable evils have compassed me about. Mine iniquities have taken hold upon me, so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of mine head. Therefore my heart faileth me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, God. Lord, we thank you that you're the God of the breakthrough. But God, we know that there are trials and there are tribulations that come our way. And God, ever let us hold our head high and look to heaven for what is where our help comes from. Right now, God, strengthen the faith in this room. And I give you glory and I give you honor for it all in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. This morning I want to talk to you just for a few moments about this Psalms that David wrote. Can you imagine? For innumerable evils have compassed me about. Mine iniquities have taken hold upon me. For I am not able to look up for there are more than the hairs of my head. I feel like I'm being attacked from every way. I feel like there is overcome that I cannot overcome. That there is pressure that is trying to get me to bow down and to break. But right now I know that I can lift my head. But David says I cannot. He says therefore I cannot hold my head up or look up. Have you ever been there? Okay, good, because I was getting ready to use that door and head on out because I thought, man, I'm the only one in the room. Listen, we've all been there. We've all been in that place. We've all been where we can't go and, and where we think that God is not there and we feel like we are overtaken. But I want you to know that before this verse in verse 12, David starts talking about his life. He starts talking about all the things that he did, that he honored the law, that he observed the law, that he worshiped God, that he did not hold back his lips in worship, that he glorified his name. And now he feels like the adversary is coming in. Am I in the room with some people who can say that see we feel like we've done everything but God where are you see but then David as soon as he says that prayer which I think is something that we would say he goes into the very next verse and he says let them be ashamed and confound together that seek after my soul to destroy them then be driven backwards and put to shame that wish evil on me Let them be desolate for a reward of their shame and say unto me. See, listen, David said, listen, God, all along I've worshipped, I've honored, I've obeyed, I've glorified your name above it all. And right now I feel like I need some help. I feel like I'm overtaken. I feel like I can't go any further. And right there's where David should have stopped. See, but like you and I, we want to say, God, listen, I know what needs to happen. I need you to step out and I need you to fix it. But God, also, I want you to fix it this way. I want you to bring shame to their head. I want you to confound their spirits. I want you to make it to where I can see that it's moving. Listen, church, this morning, when you feel like you're overwhelmed, you need to surrender it to God. But you need to surrender it in a way that you're not putting any prefaces on it. You need to understand that God is in control. You need to understand that God's way 
is the best way. That Jesus understands your battle. Jesus understands your tribulations. And when you hand it over to him, you don't hand it over in your hands looking at it. Saying, Jesus, I need you to take this. I need you to take this situation. What you need to do is you need to surrender it. Looking into his face and say, God, right now, I lay this at your feet. And I don't care what happens to it. But right now, I'm going to give you glory. And I'm going to give you honor. And I don't care how it plays out. Because when it's all said and done, it's you that gets the glory. It's you that gets the honor. When you think about Gideon in the story that we heard this last week, Jesus said, there's too many. Israel will get the praise. I don't want God. I mean, I don't want Israel to get the praise. I want God to get the praise. I don't want to get the praise when my enemy is struck down. I want Jesus to get the praise when my enemy comes forth. Listen, there's also another response that David could have done. See, sometimes silence is a response. David could have prayed to God and he could have said, listen, I feel like my enemies are overtaking me. I feel like I'm all alone and I'm going to pray that you come and deliver me. And he would have stopped right there and silence could have been a response as well. See, there's power in silence. There's power in silence. Those of you, maybe some in this room thought, man, Brother John lost his focus. He lost where he was. Maybe some of you thought, man, I I, I missed something. Maybe I should be praying because maybe you weren't paying attention. Maybe those on social media this morning were hitting reset on their button because they thought they lost the sound or they thought something had happened. But the Holy Spirit started to move as soon as you started to shut up. As soon as you started to hold your mouth and let him do the work, God starts to intervene. See, and the reason that I remember that and the reason I think of that is I think of a city called Jericho where the men and the women came out and they marched around a city. And on day one, they marched and they said nothing. It says in Joshua chapter 6 and verse 18, I'm sorry, verse 10, it says, And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you to shout can you imagine here comes a whole army up to the city and they start walking around and they don't say a thing nothing at all what would happen if you would start looking at your problems and instead of being vocal about it and trying to be righteous and trying to show that you're connected to God what happens if you just walk in one day and just stop saying it You go into your office where you feel attacked and instead of always saying, you know what, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't talk that way, you shouldn't do that, you just came in and ate your lunch and just sat there praying the whole time. The same thing that happened in Jericho will happen in your life. You know why those guys on the wall, they said, what's up? Why is this army just walking around? Why is nobody talking? Why is nobody making a plan? Why do I not see them communicating? Is there some fault in our wall? Is there some defense that we've missed? Are they seeing it when they're walking around when nothing is saying? But what is happening is God is starting to work in your enemy's mind. God is starting to tear down those walls that you thought you couldn't break down. God is starting to work in their spirit just like he did when I stood here for just a few seconds. And didn't speak at all. See, sometimes silence 
is the best response. Sometimes silence is our weapon. In first in Second Corinthians chapter ten and verse four, it says, "For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God of the pulling down of strongholds." Listen, you are a powerful people, but you've got to know what to do with it. You're the one. Are you going to get the glory this morning or are you going to give God the glory? Are you going to stand there and stand flat-footed? Because listen, there is a time when you can stand there flat-footed and call out scriptures and call out what God has given you. But it also shows me in Joshua where it says, not until I bid thee. We've got to listen. And sometimes we're talking so much that we can't even hear him say, be quiet. Listen, there's been times in my life and in my ministry and in my work where I've had people that constantly attack and constantly come in and constantly move. Brother Ben, I want to go, hey, listen, you just need to sit down. God's already read me your diary. He's already gave me the bio. I know what's going on, and I just want to lay it out. Thank God that I listen when God goes, shut up. Because the only thing that I would do is hurt that person. The only thing that I would do is push them farther, Brother Josh. I would never be able to witness. I would never be able to let them see my testimony. I would never have opportunity to speak into their life because I would hurt them and push them farther away. Sometimes silence is the best response. If you'll stand with me. Let us pray. Father, Lord, God, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for how we see, God, that yes, there are trials and there are tribulations and there are situations that come our way, but you are in control of everything. You are in the beginning and you are at the end. And you know everything that will be here today that will be here tomorrow. And right now, God, I pray that you would guide and direct our feet. Give us wisdom and knowledge as we come into contact with those that you have sent into our midst. And we give you glory and we give you honor for it all. In Jesus' name we pray.